0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sarah, stop your noise. Your brother is trying to watch cartoons. My mother screamed while I tried to practice the piano. I need to rehearse. I have a concert soon, I replied. If you don't stop right now, I'm going to destroy that stupid thing. Roy is watching his favorite show, she said. Yes, Sarah, shut up, Roy whined. Roy was eight years old, and although he was disgusting, my parents considered him to be their prized possession. He was loud, obnoxious, untidy, and the worst student in his class, and all he did was eat, watch cartoons, and play football. He also smelled horrible. On the other hand, I was the best 15-year-old daughter anyone could ask for. I was a straight-A student and at the top of all my classes, even Jim, I was the president of the student government and the head of the robotics team, as well as the school's orchestra. My teachers adored me, and I'm pretty sure that all my friends' parents wished their kids were as perfect as me. I stopped playing my piano and decided to study for a math quiz the next day. Suddenly, Roy barged into my room. What are you doing, stupid? he asked. I'm studying for a test. Go away, I replied. He grabbed my calculator, threw it on the floor, and stepped on it. What are you doing, Roy? I need that. You're so annoying, I screamed. I pushed him off the calculator, grabbed his arm, and shoved him out of my room. I locked the door and tried to continue studying. A few minutes later, both my mom and dad banged on my door. Sarah, This is unacceptable. How could you treat your brother so horribly? Open the door, said my dad. I opened the door. I was trying to study and he threw my calculator on the floor. I had to put him outside so I could continue working, I told them. You? are a terrible sister and the worst example for Roy. I'm sure he was only trying to help. You're grounded and I'm taking away your phone for a month," my mother screamed. It was no use replying. They had done this to me countless times. I never understood why they cared about Roy so much but treated me like I was nothing. The next day after school, I went to my robotics meeting feeling depressed. My closest friend, Brian, noticed right away. "'Why are you looking so sad?' he asked. I explained the situation with my parents and told him how I felt, that they'd never appreciate or care about me. I have an idea, said Brian. What? I replied. Sometimes when my mom makes me angry, I leave home and I don't come back for a few hours. When I come back, she practically worships me. The trick is to make your parents very worried, he said. If I left the house, my parents wouldn't care. Trust me. They probably wouldn't even care if I got kidnapped, I sighed. Hey, now that's a brilliant idea. Why don't we fake your kidnapping. My brother and his friends could help. We just need to have a plan. Brian's eyes lit up as he spoke. He loved solving problems. Well, I suppose I could give it a shot, I said. That afternoon, we went to meet his brother's friends at his house around the block. They all stood around the front porch drinking and smoking. They definitely didn't look like my typical crowd. I felt a bit scared. Are you sure this is a good idea? I asked Brian. Don't worry, he replied. Is my brother around? He asked one of the guys. They invited us inside where Brian's brother was waiting. Hi, I'm Eli, he said, and this is Alan. He pointed to a guy who was sitting nearby. He made eye contact, and I quickly looked away because he made me nervous. Anyway, Brian explained his idea. Eli spoke to a few of his friends, and they all agreed that they could pull it off. All they wanted in return was $300. This was all the money I had saved, but I decided that if they could get my parents to love me, it'd be worth it. See you tomorrow night, Eli said as we left. Everything had been arranged. The next day, I couldn't wait. When the evening finally came, I was so excited that it all happened in a flash. We were all seated around the dinner table. Roy was served first, and he was given the best of everything. And I have some more chicken. I asked. No, Roy might want another piece. Stop being selfish, my mom replied. But there are four pieces left, I replied. Suddenly, we heard a crash in the living room. Four masked men with guns walked into the dining room. Nobody move, one of them shouted, and I recognized his voice as Eli's. They tied my family to their chairs. My mom was crying and my little brother was screaming. My father looked angry. Look, just take whatever you want, but please don't hurt us. My money is in my briefcase over there he said, while pointing. We have lots of valuables upstairs. You can take them all. Just please don't hurt us, he pleaded. I was laughing inside, but I had to look terrified. We'll do whatever we want, one of the men replied harshly. They pulled me out of my chair, tied my hands together, and put a cloth bag over my face. I screamed, Mom! Dad! Help me! My mom continued crying, and my dad continued pleading for our lives. You'll never see her again, Eli shouted at my parents. They dragged me out of the house and pushed. Me into the back seat of a car which was parked outside. They untied me, took even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. off the bag and all started laughing. That was fun, wasn't it? One of them said. They sped off and parked in front of Eli's house. You'll just have to wait here and we'll see what happens, said Eli. When I got inside, Brian was waiting and talking to the cute guy who made me nervous the day before. Hey, Sarah! Brian shouted. How did it go? Tell me everything, he said. I sat next to them and told them about the whole experience. Everyone was laughing. Someone turned on the music and we ordered pizza. I felt amazing. I was here having the time of my life while my parents were at home terrified about what might be happening to me. I imagined my new life at home. My mom and dad would worship the ground I walked on. I would finally get the recognition I deserved for being the perfect daughter. I'd be able to do what I wanted and they'd give me everything I asked for. Most importantly, they'd make me feel like I was loved. If I was lucky, maybe they'd even realize how rotten Roy was and put him up for adoption. I figured I would hide out at Eli's house for about two days and then return home and tell them I escaped. Then they'd feel even prouder of me for being clever enough to outsmart a bunch of heavily armed and dangerous bandits. As the night continued, Alan and I became more comfortable with each other. Brian realized what was going on and gave us some space. We spoke a lot and I learned a lot about him. He was 17 years old and he lived alone with his older sister. His parents moved away when they were younger and he hasn't seen them since. You know, you're one of the prettiest girls I've ever seen. Can I have your number? He said. Uh, thanks. Nobody has ever really said that before. My mom took my phone though. I don't have it, I replied. The butterflies in my stomach fluttered. They're really that mean to you, huh? Well, it's okay. I have an extra one. I'll just give it to you. He chuckled. He went into another room and came back with a brand new iPhone SE. Here, take it. It's for you, he said. Whoa, this is really expensive. And it's new too. I can't accept such an expensive gift. I gasped. Then he asked me to sit down and explain that valuable people deserve valuable things. He eventually persuaded me into accepting it. I had only known him for a little while, but I felt so comfortable with him. And yes, maybe my love language is gifts. I slept on the couch that night, and I woke up to a lovely breakfast. Good morning, beautiful. I didn't go home last night because I didn't want to leave you alone. I watched you sleep, and then I decided to make you breakfast. I hope you like it, said Alan. Eli was still in his room sleeping. I also went to the store to get you a few things to wear. I noticed you didn't have anything to change into, and you have to wait here for another day. Don't worry. I washed them already so they're clean, he said. I couldn't believe that such a kind person existed, although I was still wary because I didn't know him very well. I ate breakfast, showered, and changed into my new clothes. After we spoke for a while, Eli walked into the room. Sarah, turn on the television. Brian just called to tell me that your family is on the news, he said. I turned on the television. And there they were. My mother looked worried, and my father looked like a frightened animal. <laughs> I thought while grinning. The interviewer asked, So can you tell us exactly what happened last night? Four bandits broke in while I was having dinner with my husband and my son. They screamed at us and tied us to our chairs. I was so afraid. They stole some money, a television, and, and my son's PlayStation. He's been crying all day because it's his favorite thing. We were terrified. They didn't even untie one of us before they left. We had to scream until the neighbors heard us and came to our rescue, my mother said before bursting into tears. But, We are thankful for our lives and that we are all safe she added. Would you like to say anything? The interviewer said to my dad. I'd just like the bandits to understand that my son is very sad right now. You stole his favorite game and he is devastated now. You should all be ashamed of yourselves, he said. I could not believe my ears. Not only did they not care about me, but they lied. Eli and his friends hadn't stolen a thing. I was so angry that I turned off the television and ran outside crying. My plan had achieved the opposite effect. They felt like they had finally Gotten rid of me, and this is what they always wanted. Now they could have their perfect life with their son. They did not even care that I was missing. They did not care that I could have been hurt or killed. I sat in the grass and buried my head in my hands. After a while, Alan came and sat by my side. Hey, don't be sad. You're great, and one day they'll regret treating you like this. Why don't you move in with me and my sister? Could I really move in with a stranger? I thought. I realized that this stranger had treated me better than my own family ever did. That night, I went back home, packed a bag of my most valuable things, and gave my parents a piece of my mind. I let them know that they were the worst parents in the universe, and I hoped that they'd someday face the consequences of their horrible actions. I slammed the door as I walked out and never looked back.